Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Keanu Reeves just wants to rob a bank. <laughs> this is part of our, our, I guess, anthology of Keanu Reeves vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're doing a heist. We're doing a heist movie. A heist movie, and and what could be simpler than a title like that? Yeah, Keanu Reeves just wants to rob a bank. He just wants to rob a bank. My inkling is that that's going to be quite easy, but we'll find out later. Yes. Um, when we when we get on to doing the main feature pitch. Well, it might be quite easy, and then he gets caught, and then and then we flash back. Yeah. And then we find out that he had a plan all along for if he got caught. Classic heist movies. Classic heist movies. Um, heist movies, they are... I have thought in the past that, that heist movies were going out of fashion. Mm. And then I look at the movies that were released in the last ten years. Yeah. And I'm like, no, quite a lot of them were heist it's, movies. It's like a stealth renaissance. Exactly. Of the heist movie genre. It's unbelievable just how many heist movies there are. You obviously go straight to Ocean's 8 and, and, and I, I don't know, like, mm. um, I guess Baby Driver. Yeah. Um, but, you like, all of the Fast and Furious movies are heist movies. Mm. Apart from, I think, the first two. Mm. Um, which are about get this racing cars Um, (laughs) what yeah I don't remember that far back (laughs) Um, Um, but like there's loads of them there's loads of heist movies yeah Um, and uh, we're gonna make some more we're gonna make some more Uh, we're gonna pitch some for your listening pleasure listening pleasure so thank you to Fingers the Hand who got in touch with us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast as well I also want to thank Edgar Wright yes for for sort of replying yeah to the the post kind of missing the joke but in a nice way yeah and then deleting his reply and then when his fans started to pile on deleting his reply so that he, he saved us but yeah, he, he, he got us a lot of views. So thank you for that, and thank you for everyone who responded yeah. uh, with titles and just facts yeah. about Baby Driver, about Baby Driver, which we needed yeah. um, as as a film podcast. Um, the <laughs> yeah, like uh, if this is your first time listening, to anyone, welcome. Yeah, uh, we pitch movies that will never get made, but uh, are based on titles that you've given us over over there, as we described in the in the uh, intro. I'm sure you you heard. Heard it mm. unless you are a regular listener in which case you pressed fast forward 30 seconds twice <laughs> yes <laughs> um, or if you've got it on 2.1 just once and then left it for leave last it for, yeah, just 40 seconds leave it to the kind of coast to, the, yeah, <laughs> to a stop so shall we get on with some honourable thieves God, yeah I was going to say yeah should we get, a, get on with some honour honor among thieves mentions <laughs> <laughs> yes so this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us on social media just pitch what those would be as well this is like the plan where you see all of the different parts coming together we're pulling the team together yeah and, and like you yeah that's it we're, we're pulling the team we're, together we're but, pulling um, the team together but um, in this case it's, it's the completely team, irrelevant to the, the film at the end the team are narrative tropes that we're going to be probably co-opting to use in the final pitch yes <laughs> um so from Sean R on Twitter we've got 
Heist Society. Heist Society. Okay, so like, because uh, <laughs> because we've been talking about Keanu Reeves, of course. I'm immediately <laughs> going like, well, the Heist Society yeah. is a lot like the John Wick high society of yeah. assassins and stuff. You know, you got that that kind of like um, secret secret world in which you go into a in, into a building and then I, everyone's like the I heist get that. people. Yeah, it's it's like. It's like um, in the world of Fast and Furious. Mm. There's like an underground of of races. I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like someone who's sort of watched the Fast and Furious movies through a glass yeah. pane and not really gotten. Fair enough, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That person. You watch them through a TV screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a glass pane. <laughs> a glass, no, a, a TV screen behind a glass pane. <laughs> okay, yeah. A sort of misted up thing. Yeah. I've just, I've only just managed to get it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just like Tokyo Drift. Weirdly enough, Hobbs and Shaw, you absolutely got, but the rest <laughs> of them, you're not sure about. I got it because I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, That's the fine. only way to win is not to play. <laughs> in that case. <laughs> For me, Hobbs and Shaw might be the best Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> I'll never know. Um, it's, it's Schrodinger's Fast and Furious. But, um, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, this... What were we talking about? Where did we come from? <laughs> Ice Society. Yeah. The, the, the underground. The, mm. the Society of Thieves. Yeah. We need, we need the disruption, is what we need, right? Mm. Is, is, it's fair enough. We, the basis of, of Heist Society is those tropes in Heist movies of everyone is a competent thief. Yeah. Everyone is hanging out at bars these these industry bars where they're all leaning against the thing and being like ah oh, yeah as well I have got it okay uh, unless you had an, an idea the only thing I'm coming to is the the there's one trope that, but it's been used in Hustle already oh. which is to say the grifter's bar the, the the heist person's bar mm. where they're constantly just not paying their tab because they keep <laughs> tricking him into into schemes um, is, okay. is is like the man who runs heist society which is yeah. the which is the, the name of the, the bar, bar. Yeah, yeah the name of the bar it's like Casablanca oh no that's, <laughs> that's, that's Sam's diner in Casablanca <laughs> the bar Tom the bar isn't called Casablanca <laughs> the city's called Casablanca sorry I just had a little moment there. <laughs> um, right, my idea. Yeah. Right. The bar is called High Society. Right. It is ran by, let's just say, Ian McShane. Ian McShane, okay. Yep, the guy who runs the hotel yeah. Continental. Jonathan. Yeah, look there, Jonathan. We live by a code, Jonathan, and yeah. now I'm going to have to put you on a list of people that everyone in the world is an assassin. I didn't tell you about that before, Jonathan. Mm. He is like a concierge to the um, heist world yeah to the to the rich powerful heist yeah. people that they, they all know what they're doing they all get away with it and like yeah that they just run jobs yep so he he like is like the network person yeah he, he gets people to meet each other like and, yes and stuff he has a brother yeah played by John C. Riley. Okay. Who is in, in <laughs> not, all... not as good at that? Yeah. No, it, it, <laughs> like, the thing is, right? The, his brother yeah. is out of work. 
because because he was carrying a plank of wood across a building site and knocked two people off. Because <laughs> he turned around to hear what one of them was saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa! And, yeah. And uh, this could easily just be played by Will Ferrell. Yeah. I'm going for a Step Brothers vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's as if one of the Step Brothers walked into the Hotel Continental yeah. in, uh, in John Wick. Yes. He's like this very... <laughs> very sort of upper class sort of everyone's wearing the most amazing coats everyone's sort of knows knows what's going on smoking cigarettes drinking fine wine and and fine spirits yeah and then John C. Riley comes in wearing full Wreck-It Ralph gear yeah because you just come up a building <laughs> and he's got he's got like a, a pair of overalls that have a bum flap in them and stuff and they keep that keeps falling open <laughs> his bum keeps yeah. falling off <laughs> hey hey big brother um <laughs> I don't suppose you've got a job for me um, I just got fired again because <laughs> I like... killed two people on the on the site oh god I've got to I've got to go and pay the legal for the legal fees for that again. <laughs> You know what, brother? You're probably one of the finest assassins I've ever seen. <laughs> but I don't do assassins anymore. No. It's the same guy. Yes, yeah, the same, same guy. <laughs> Not after I got shot or something. I don't. I don't I remember, remember how those films at the end of John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> I know there was a lot of shooting and a lot of pink and blue. There's also there's a fourth one in the works. I don't really... <laughs> fourth and fifth one. I guess. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, and, he's, and he's showing his brother around, right? He, sh- he shows his brother around, and here's, here's, I think this is the, the, the got to be the conceit, right? Mm. Is that he's showing his brother around? He's like, okay, but this is the important thing, okay? This is the Rolodex for all the heist people in the world, mm. right? Um, all the heist people I know. This has got everyone's names and... Rolodex, and, yeah. classic. Yeah, it, like it, it. it's, you know, because it's like, again, it's like John Wick. It's yeah. kind of like old, got an old world charm to it. Even yeah. though it's modern times, it's got that kind of old world charm. It's all written in a gold ink pen. Exactly, and it's like... A Parker pen. This is the legendary Rolodex, uh, John C. Riley's character. The important thing is, no matter what happens, keep this safe at all times. Mm. And he's like, "Oh, okay, brother, I'll I'll do my very well, best for you. I'll I'll do it, yeah." Um, so uh, he, he's trying to make he's trying to make um uh he's trying to make drinks and stuff, mm. and then um he's like he he makes a drink for it, for it, for his um for his brother mm. um and. He accidentally pours something in, like a, like a, like a, you know, there's there's poisons and stuff that can make mm. people sleep. Yeah. Um, that you can put in just in case some, someone's a threat or someone's getting a bit angry or whatever, right? Because yeah. this is a, a bar full of thieves. Yeah. So he and he accidentally puts that into the one he's serving his brother. His um uh, his brother falls down just as a sniper bullet zips in <laughs> through the window. Yeah. And it turns out like the the bar is now under attack by by police who want to steal the Rolodex or like a rival a rival oh, yeah. gang or something yeah, like that yeah. um, and he has to pretend to be this like um, this broker mm. so he's like yeah I'm I'm the broker guy <laughs> welcome to Haast oh, Society I, I quite like the idea I'm not sure if we can work it in now okay. but um, I quite like the idea of Ian McShane giving John C. Riley job opportunities with other heist teams. Okay, I and like then, it, yeah. And then those heists going wrong, him killing the leaders of each heist group or killing like the best ones by yeah. accident. Like yes. complete accident, right? And uh and I think sort of it sort of going to the end. Yeah. 
like it's just John. It's uh, it's like the, that group of people are coming in yeah. to kill everyone. Uh, all to come into a recipe. Well, I mean, that, that can happen. That, that the start can be him failing at all these different heist opportunities, mm. and then either like we don't have to have at this point we don't have to have the police. We can have it be angry heist people. Yeah, yeah. Who are coming? Well, coming this, to... is, this is the thing. I think it is the police, right? Because because when they burst in, he just goes, "Ah, this is this is heist society, the hotel for uh, for, for normal business normal men. people." Yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> um, it's everyone but the cops. Yeah. <laughs> but you're welcome. You're welcome too. And just it's like, once. and he taps his nose because he set him up, yeah. set John C. Riley up to kill. As a There's a policeman in the back. Oh no, no, to, to kill all, all the high, oh, all the high society members. I see. Yeah, that's the that's the rug pull. Yeah, is that that's we the rug we pull. see we see that yeah, Ian McShane is like in trouble. Yeah. he's been. He's been um, uh, he's surrounded by a SWAT team who are mm. like, give us the Rolodex, and he's like, here. But everyone on it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. There you go. Or, or he was an informant for the police, or like all along, or hired was hired by uh, by like a like a kind of um, witness protection almost. Yes. So that he'd, uh, he'd get them all killed for a fee. Like yes. for, for sort of leverage on keeping the, the hotel open. Oh, oh, and, right, so so Ian McShane, this is the, yeah, this is it. Ian McShane says, you're welcome, to the to the cop, right? Uh, and John C. Riley's there being like, what do you mean, brother? Uh, and then, uh, let's say, Lance Reddick, mm. um, is, who, who, who's, the, who's the, main, um, the main cop, is like, yes, I've had your, I've had your, Brother, assassinating all of these, all of these heist people, because so, it's much John... easier than it's much easier than trying to make a conviction stick. And then John C. Riley says, "Oh, I'm glad you mentioned it, because uh, I never killed a single one of them." And they all out of the curtains oh. and stuff, all like uh, turn up, all I... these angry people who's who have been like complaining to him, yeah, when he's been sent on a job, they've been complaining to him about <laughs> about. Um, Ian McShane Ian McShane about how they don't trust him anymore and he's like kind of workers rights union them (laughs) to it I think I'm gonna go back on the line reading Mm. it's like and uh, goes well well uh, turns out I didn't kill any of them (laughs) or turns out I'm not a very good assassin No, I think I think his voice should change. Oh yeah, okay. To, to something more intelligent sounding. <laughs> yeah. Tur- turns out I am not as good. It's, it's the Liam same Neeson. voice. It's Liam Neeson. <laughs> Tur- it turns out I, it, we just dub it over with Liam Neeson's voice. I'm not as good an assassin as I was a well. I'm about as good an assassin as I was a builder. Even better. We. <laughs> turns out I'm not as good as. And then and then the best boy comes in, pushes John C. Riley out of the way, and then just sort of. Holds Liam let's let's hand. just do a big rubber mask. <laughs> Everyone loves a rubber mask. Yeah, 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 just grabs it. It turns out I'm about as good an assassin as I am a builder. <laughs> and then you know they they all surround the police and the police get sent to jail. Yeah, that's how that works. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So from Paul Anthony, we've got stolen cake. Stolen cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this one. This yeah, me one. too. It's a good good title. Any ideas? Um. What is stolen cake? Stolen cake is a. It's. Uh, I associate it with Christmas. Yeah. I think a lot of people do actually. It's a kind of. I would say I think it's German mm. or. Um, stolen cake. Uh, or Nordic, but I think it's German. It's yeah. a very dense 
dense bread yeah. with um, like raisins and raisins, fruit currants, and and, yeah. and, 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 and marzipan. Ah, um, yes, I, I think I do know what you mean. Um, and uh, but. As the, as the I'm sure the joke of the, the title is, it sounds like stolen. Yeah. Um, so it, this has to be a heist of a bakery for an for an ingredients list or, or or a recipe, right? I think the cake is central here. Yeah. I think it's got to be, I think it's got to be baked goods adjacent, heavily baked goods adjacent in this movie. <laughs> I, I think I think it's, I think the family, right? Yeah. Famous for making their stolen cakes. Right, this family who live in this house, they are amazing. That they've they've shut down the bakery because um, old Mama Cake wanted to retire. Okay, and and it's own the the recipe is only reserved for them and their family. So they invite all the family in. Yeah, but these guys who absolutely love the like they can't get enough of the stolen cake right so uh, it, it's going to be completely inaccessible yeah um they the, want the stolen cake so much they are going to have to break into this house it's like it's like playstation shutting down the psn store mm. and you won't be able to get those games anymore so it's okay to steal them yes. so in this case <laughs> you won't be able to get this cake anymore so it's okay to steal the recipe yes yeah it's like you can't buy the Mario games anymore. Yeah, exactly. Kind of so thing. it's fine to steal them. Yeah. I think. I think that's what Nintendo said. Um, I could be wrong. <laughs> I think that's but, what Mario said. I think, that was, I think those were Mario's dying words. That was, that was the weirdest Nintendo Direct I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Mario's deathbed was a strange Nintendo Direct, yes. Um, in which, on in, in his last panting, dying words... <laughs> It's okay to steal. <laughs> it's okay to steal my games. So, sullen cake. Um, yeah. <laughs> these guys are breaking in because they love this cake so much yeah. that they have to have the... They have to have the, um, the stuff... The factory is being handed off to a big corporation mm. that is not interested in any of the salt and cake's not a big seller, so they're not gonna they're not they don't want the recipes, it's gonna get shredded with everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, they just want the machinery. I don't I don't think the people who are selling the factory have any money, have any taste. They just care about money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they, they, no, they, they, they definitely got a lot of money. The the okay so the ch grandma had taste yeah but she's getting a bit ditzy in her old age uh -huh. she doesn't know what she's really doing she's sort of um, she's like cares about her recipe obviously yeah um, but the kids the kids are the ones who are like selling this factory off yeah a little bit like mouse hunt mm. um, where in, in the string factory and stuff yeah. the kids are like don't really understand what it means to their old their old grand. Nathan Lane doesn't yeah Lee Evans does in, in this that movie. In, in this movie as well in this movie as yeah. well oh, <laughs> I was gonna go with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo okay well listen it's Bob Hoskins and um Nathan Lane no no and uh, the other one uh, Lee Evans Lee Evans Bob Hoskins oh. and Lee Evans it's an all English cast yeah okay a Judy Dench yeah 
his old mama. His old, old, old mama Stalin. Old mama Stalin. And then you've got uh, Big Business Ben Mendelssohn. Big Business Ben, he's like, all right, everyone, get your, get your filthy paws on all this machinery. We're going to be shredding everything that isn't, isn't useful to us. Yeah. And we're going to take over the name of Mama Stalin's and, and I think, baked goods. I think we reverse Home Alone. Okay. So... It's just a breaking and entering movie in which the breakers and enterers are the heroes. Yeah. Um, which is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a heist movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Big business Ben, he's got... He, he, he's like... Um, well, well, boys. He, he says to all his chefs who are in chef's hats. Yeah. He says, well, boys, um, I'm afraid the budget didn't quite stretch to, to security forces, so it's, you're on your own and uh, to... Uh, if you want to, if you want to get your next month's paycheck, you're gonna want, you're gonna have to defend this uh, this bakery from anyone breaking or entering for the next two nights. Why did I get the visual image? And I really want this to be in the movie. Of whenever you said uh, they're all in their chef's hats. Yeah. Did I imagine that they were all like a shoulder a shoulder height to? Ben Mendelsohn. Ben yeah. Mendelsohn is the tallest one. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to describe this. I want Ben Mendelsohn to bring them up to Ben Mendelsohn's height. No, bring them up to his shoulder. <laughs> okay. Like, like, but I'm not saying I'm not saying they're they're little people. Yeah. Uh, they are regular height. It's yeah. just we've got Ben, ben Mendelsohn's really tall. He's in stilts yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire time. Yes, he's, he, the, and the, I don't know why I have that visual image. There is a feeling of Willy Wonka to this. Yeah, except it's like a corrupted one because he's too tall. Yeah, he's too tall. He's walking around like <laughs> ma- like like he's in a Marilyn Manson uh, music, music video. video. Yeah. yeah, he's he's in stilts with these giant flares on yeah. the whole time <laughs> when going through doors in this house he has to like properly bend down yeah. it's re- It's like that woman from the Resident Evil trailer yes yeah. The, but it's, it's Ben Mendelsohn Mama Putinesca or whatever I have no idea just big woman yeah that's what she should be known as big, big vampire lady I think is what she is known as I don't know why but this is just giving me so much I just really want to focus in on Ben Mendelsohn <laughs> Because when he leaves, yeah. when the chefs are talking, in the background you could hear this boom, boom, boom as he walks off. Like a I, tripod from War of the Worlds. Yeah, I don't know why. Um. Like like the walkers from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It's like just in the like the T-Rex. You see the water ripple in a glass. He's stomping through, yeah, um, stomping but, around in the background. But yeah, he's told these he's told these uh, these chefs that they've got to they, they're the security services now, yeah. right? He's he's not the budget hasn't stretched to, to but if they want to have a job at this place, then they have they have to provide the security. Sorry, Matt. Keep keep pitching the narrative. I just want to throw in another visual for, for, <laughs> for Ben, ben Mendelsohn. Mendelsohn. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got no taste, right? However, yeah. he does have the world's longest tongue. It rolls out and stretches down to his belly button. Okay. Is that going to factor into the... <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I don't think so. I, don't, no. I, don't, I hope it does. Yeah, me too. <laughs> just Spent in... quite a lot of the pitch talking about it now. Just in one shot. Just have his tongue out. Oh, oh no. And then, he, and then he wraps it back up he again. Gets, he gets a lolly stick and rolls it around <laughs> it and just goes... Through, and just rolls it back into his tongue. It's a good thing I can't taste. I hate lollies. So yeah, I, like I've only got... 
the basic idea of like these chefs are now these underpaid chefs yeah. are now haggardly putting like flower bags on top of doors yeah. and stuff to try and stop Lee Evans and uh, Bob Hoskins from yeah. getting in. Well, Lee Evans and Bob Hoskins are uh, famous assassins. So and so are the chefs. Yeah. So they're throwing knives. Everyone's throwing knives in the kitchen. Everyone's throwing knives. Everyone's throwing knives yeah. in the kitchen. It's a big kitchen. It's a. Why are they all famous assassins? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> why are famous assassins? Why does Ben Mendelsohn have a long tongue that is and, a great and, question. and eyebrows that go out to his ears? Who knows? You know. Um, you know. I'm used to. I'm used to trying to pitch movies that make sense. But maybe I should just let go of that. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. But I'm, I'm thinking the twist here is obviously they get to the final boss, sure. which is Judy Bowser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Doug Bowser. Head of Nintendo. Head of, head of Nintendo America, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's Mama, uh, Mama Dench. Yeah. Mama, Mama Stalin, that's yeah. what we call her. And she's just, she's just up in a room. Like she's she's got the Stalin on on yeah. her bed, and and uh, was like, oh there it is there it is, it's on it's on the bed take it take it she's asleep and then and then her hand like grabs Bob Hoskins by the wrist and goes you want my Stalin eh this is the worst Judy Dash impression <laughs> Judy Dash impression Jesus Christ Judy Dench impression yeah. ever um, it's Frank Oz doing doing Judy Dench's voice yeah yeah. And uh, and then she goes, please take it. It's yours. And they're like, what? What? We came here to rob you. It's like, no, no, no. I, I, I want my legacy to go to go on. I want my stolen to be received far and wide. Yes, that's what I dreamed of, and and now my son has ruined me. My son Ben Mendelssohn. Yes, with his five beards. <laughs> Five beards, extremely long tongue, and and ungodly size, <laughs> and eyebrows up to his ears. Eat it. Go on. Go on. You may find something. And inside, it's the recipe. They bite into this stolen. Yeah. I see. So they they were reaching out for us to that's, just a block of stolen. That's the rug pull there. She's right. she's used them yeah. to kill the workforce. <laughs> To sabotage Ben Mendelssohn. Sabotage Ben Mendelssohn. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's an evil troll. <laughs> I'm not sure about troll. He's definitely not human. Yeah, he's a fantasy <laughs> fantasy monster. <laughs> yeah. The ending's narrated by Christopher Lee. Yeah. Directed by Tim Burton. Yes, of course. Yeah. It's all weird. It's, it's all. It's all. It's all basically black and white, or at least everything's just had the, had the fun taken out of it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because because here's the thing, Willy Wonka the remake. <laughs> it's colourful. Yeah. Technically, but has still had somehow he's managed to sap the fun out of everything. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So those were all our honourable mentions. Thank you so much to everyone who's got in touch with us this week. Uh, continue to keep in touch with us on our social medias. That's facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. Yeah. Give us some love. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us your titles. Uh, we look for them every week. We post, post out genres every week. Yeah. Um, heist was this one. Yes. 
Um, and uh, thanks to our patrons, of course, for, for choosing the, the, the genre this week. Yeah, we'll get onto that after this main pitch, mm-hmm. which is from Fingers to Hand, and that is Keanu Reeves just wants to rob a bank. <laughs> so Keanu, uh, actor Keanu Reeves. Yes. Um, <laughs> beloved figure. Yes. I can't think of a person who doesn't like Keanu Reeves. But, like, that can get boring, right? Mm. You settle into one life of... You know, oh, everyone's like, I've, I've succeeded at everything I could possibly want in my career. Yeah. yeah. Right? Everyone loves me. I've won all the awards. Yeah. All the awards. He, he, he lives in his ivory tower of fame. Yeah. Does Keanu Reeves. He's. <laughs> the thing is, Keanu Reeves is famously quite humble about it. Yeah. Like when someone shouted, You're breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, at him at a, at a conference or whatever. Yeah. He just. Um, immediate like without even hesitating like, just went no you're breathtaking you are, no you you are yeah yeah like he's amazing he's incredibly humble and that's the reason he's incredibly humble is because he always knows that there's ways to improve even if like he's not the, he might be the top of his game he might be the literal best actor in the world which we mm. all know he is uh, and the literal nicest man in the world which we all know he is but he's not the best bank robber in the world. No. You know? He wants to just, to just to give it a go. Now, Keanu Reeves has been in a bank robbing movie. Really? He was in Point, Point Break. Break. Yeah. Yes. Um, the, the extreme sports heist movie. Yeah, the extreme sports heist, heist movie. Is he a cop in that? He is a cop. He's yeah. an undercover cop. Undercover who cop. Who has to, you know, help the... Like, get in with the people who are heisting. Um, uh, by by joining the extreme sports gang, um, so um, like, <laughs> but so Keanu Reeves like he wants to rob a bank. This yeah. is the, this is all we have to go on right now is that is is Keanu Reeves' motivation, which is to constantly be improving uh. in a kind of very zen way. Uh. He is um, he is like, well, I've mastered two aspects of humanity. That is being nice and acting. Yeah. Bank robberies next. <laughs> the, the three pillars of being great. I think he's got a bucket list. Okay. We see him sort of in his garden looking over the Hollywood Hills. He's got a bucket list of three and, things. And it's like, it's like, first one is like best at acting and he's yeah. crossed that out. Crossed that out. And he's like, the second one, best at nice. Well, he's, he's got a YouTube out. video on. Of of him meeting, uh, well, he's got he's watching a YouTube video of a fan he met <laughs> earlier on that day, and uh, the fan just goes, "Oh, Keanu, you're so nice," and he just smiles to himself, turns the video off, crosses out, being Be- nice. best at being nice, best at being nice, um, and then and and then I think he <laughs> next one down is just rob a bank. bank. Yeah, he's always wanted to do it. He's always wanted to do it because he saw how fun it looked when he was working on Point Break, and he added that in a different kind of pen. Yeah, um, so. He, um, I think he tries it out, right, in the tried and tested method. The most successful method of robbing a bank. The most consistently successful way of robbing a bank, Tom, is going in with a piece of paper Mm. which has written on it, I have a gun, please put $10,000 in the bag and I'll leave. You know, it's the most successful way of robbing a bank, Matt. Yeah. To withdraw all your money. <laughs> See, the only way to win is not to play. Yeah. He has a piece of paper that says, I have a gun, please give me $10,000 in cash. Uh, don't call the police or whatever, right? <laughs> um, and, yeah, don't call the police or whatever. <laughs> and then and he, he hands it over to the... to. Um, I'm going to say it is... Catherine Tate, who's working as a teller. Oh, 
Hello. <laughs> she says, I love you, Keanu. <laughs> so she's already recognised yeah. him. And then <laughs> and then he slides over this 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 note and she goes, Oh, is this for a bit is this for a part, is it? <laughs> she's the thing she's is, not paying attention at all. The thing is right, he's come in dressed as Neo from from <laughs> that bit in the matrix where they go through the lobby bit yeah um (laughs) so so in fact we basically just cut that bit from the matrix and and put it in the film but catherine tate's character hasn't seen the matrix she she remembers him from bill and ted exactly i think this one though fails yeah the thing is he goes in she doesn't take him seriously yeah because he doesn't have a gun takes a selfie in the first one yeah takes a selfie and goes all right uh, nice to meet you and everyone's like oh he must be working on a on a part she gets the note and puts it up takes a photo of it and and this gets recognized on social media like keanu reeves tried to rob a bank must be must be (laughs) be a part must be a part yeah and his agent um his agent played by frank oz frank oz what's what's he doing he's he's not he's not in a part he's he's not doing uh, has he got a different agent surprisingly good frank oz (laughs) like what does frank oz actually sound like like yeah no i've seen him in a few things (laughs) um he's not in he's not in a part He's like he's just taking some time to chillax. Uh, he said to me, he's, he he sent me he sent me a, a video message in which he said he said, "Well, dude, I'm gonna chillax for a bit. I'm taking some time to chillax." He plays nice. it to his wife, yeah, Frank Cousins' wife. <laughs> Like, they're yeah. in bed <laughs> his, his lamp is on she's asleep <laughs> and uh, what's what's he doing and um, and suddenly yeah well he gets he gets home I, think, I don't know why but I think that Frank Oz scene should just be there and never come back to him <laughs> okay. um, I think the next day he gets a phone call from uh, who who looks like they could rob a bank. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Um, cool. Yeah, he gets a um, uh, he gets a, a, a phone call and he goes, "Don't talk. I'm doing the talking." Okay. My name's Jobs McCudiger. I rob banks. Hello, Jobs. Don't talk. I'm doing the talking. Okay. I'm. My name's Jobs McCudiger. Okay. I rob. Don't talk. I'm doing the talking. Okay, Jobs McCudiger. This goes on for a little while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly long time this recursive loop of conversation yeah. he's got a lot of um, he's, he's a good minimal listener. response yeah exactly yeah. yeah he's an active listener so like, <laughs> okay I understand yeah yeah I'm Josh McCutter <laughs> do you want to do a job or not yes yes I do so the, the, the kind of arc for the rest of the film that I see here mm. is kind of twofold like a, like a heist movie they plan a heist yeah but actually Danny DeVito's character, Jov McCudiker, is planning to do something different. Whilst Keanu Reeves is is heisting, um, Jov McCudiker uses that that kind of smokescreen, that high profile thing that's going on, yeah. to do something, do another heist or do something else. What I think should happen yeah. is Jov McCudiker. They meet. Yeah, he's like, "You're Danny DeVito." <laughs> so, and Danny DeVito he's like shut up I'm Jobs McCutter <laughs> I'm Jobs McCutter no you're not I'm doing the talking okay 
I'm jabbed McGuckin, and then the scene plays out again, yeah. but this time it's in a cafe, mm-hmm. uh, and they're face to face, and and so. What Danny DeVito alludes to yeah. is a secret because actors aren't paid very well in Hollywood. Yeah, they, not, yeah. they have to they have to place bets, some of them, on, on if their films will do well. Yeah. If you don't take residuals on your big break, mm. you can end up with no money at all. Yeah. And that's when you start getting into 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 crime. So that so that has sort of left us with a with a sort of bubble of actors we could cast so Charlie people, Sheen Charlie Sheen yep. Brendan Fraser did he not take residuals I, I, I couldn't imagine like people who have money troubles mm. Brendan Fraser has a lot of money troubles I think okay like in real life um, Nicholas Cage yep yep He's, he's clearly doing a lot of movies, <laughs> but he also needs a lot of money yeah any, anyone who takes literally any role <laughs> So, oh, not fund, Brendan Fraser then. Fund other stuff. We're going with that. <laughs> not Brendan Fraser. Well, you know, there's different way, ways yeah. that you can display that you need the money. Um, um, who need, who else Nick Cage is a, great, is a great shout. Nick Cage. Nick Cage, Charlie Sheen. Um, who does literally anything? Sean Bean. Sean Bean? Yeah. He does, doesn't he? He does literally yeah. anything. Judy Dench does that quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's in quite a lot of stuff that just... You presume just pays, yeah. Like Artemis Fowl. <laughs> Forgot she was in that. <laughs> Forgot that movie existed. That's weird. <laughs> Disney Plus exclusive. Yeah. Ooh, this is this has given us a good a yeah. good sort of pick and mix to pick from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so let's let we we need to we need to figure out the actual arc of this. So yeah. he, so um, Keanu Reeves is introduced to this Danny DeVito. Oh, sorry. Um, Frank McCudica. Um <laughs> he's he's going with it. We all know he says, he's Danny DeVito. He says, he says uh, yeah, he's like Danny. I mean, Frank McCudica, uh Where are we going? And he's like, I'm taking you to the to the secret bar where all criminals go. All all the less paid actors. I mean, criminal uh, criminals. Criminals. <laughs> criminals. Yeah. Hardened yeah. criminals. Yeah. And they, when you get when they get there, they've all made up a character to justify. Uh, out of this. out of their luck, it's just Danny DeVito's house. This layer, and he's he's called together. It's like a sort of fifties um, sort of pop pop art house. I can't remember the style. Bauhaus mm-hmm. is it? The sort of cubist. Sure. Um, like uh, think think a bigger splash, the painting right, that yes kind of style yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, house where Danny DeVito is there in his leopard skin underwear, <laughs> shiny sure. leopard skin underwear. But you know he's dressed up, he's dressed up like Frank McGillicuddy, so he's I mean, leopard I think, skin underwear. I, I think he's he's um I, I think I've changed Danny DeVito's name like three times now. <laughs> um, uh, but well, like, so is he. He did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's no. He's got he's got a trilby mm. uh, that's pulled down. Mm. He's got a long black jacket that trails along the ground like a dressing like a kid in a dressing yeah. gown, um, and he's got a a red a red rose in his lapel and like uh, and, <laughs> and suspenders on, um, and uh, <laughs> like underneath the trilby, he's got a mask of of Lincoln. Lincoln's face. He's just like, I've called you all here. The group of famous actor thieves. Because I got another job. We got the big one. The big one. Al Pacino is also there. Yeah. The the big one. 
he says in the background he's miming (laughs) it in the background Um, the big one it's it's (laughs) and he pulls this projector out he's got an old film camera Uh, we're really aping the sort of golden age of Hollywood with this film I Mm. think Uh, and um, the big bank of Hollywood it's you know you know those letters up on the hills yeah yeah actually a bank is it it's got underneath it it's a big vault big vault big vault and uh it's that's why it's patrolled constantly mm. by uh by big muscly men by big muscular topless men yeah yeah <laughs> in, in swimming shorts there's a lot of them on the top and fewer as you go down because they're all oiled up so that where if they if they see a disturbance down below, they yeah. can jump like penguins and slide, slide down the hill. Down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how Hollywood works. Um, so, um, what you're telling me is this, uh, says uh, Liam Neeson, who's yeah. also there. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about him. So what you're telling me is that we need to avoid scores and scores of incredibly muscular, slippery men <laughs> to get into the vault that you say is underneath the Hollywood sign. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're going to do. It, there's loads of money under there, apparently. Uh, so I think. Um, and <laughs> So I assume. So, so I assume. <laughs> I once went up there on a bike ride <laughs> and I fell into what looked like a hatch with a wheel on top of it. <laughs> that you could screw open and I didn't go inside myself but I assumed from legend this <laughs> was where Orson Welles kept his millions <laughs> okay that's, that's that's the legend yeah the legend of Orson Welles' millions mm-hmm. and uh, I, th- I think we should have him be in the vault like uh, like you know at the end of uh Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where yeah. there's that old man <laughs> yeah, he's that like, old knight ah <laughs> hello is is me Orson Welles he's just pissed <laughs> <laughs> so you've all done action movies I think Judy Dench you did uh, you did James Bond yes but I yeah that's good enough you've confirmed you're in James Bond <laughs> I assume you did all your own stunts I mean technically I did every stunt I'm I did. talking Judy Dench <laughs> I do the talking and I do the talking I'm Frank Gillicuddy or whatever his name is <laughs> and then in the background is Keanu who's going okay <laughs> I understand. <laughs> sh- sh- I'm, I'm talking, Keanu. All right. I swear to God. I understand. I swear to fucking God, Keanu. You're right. Uh huh. Pesci. <laughs> Shut up, Pesci. I'm trying to think here. Pesci's just in the. Joe Pesci's just been in the background. I hit <laughs> so I, I brought these real I mean props where, where we can use them as a deterrent to shoot all the big muscly men <laughs> okay if, if they spot us we will be going at night so hopefully we won't be seen uh oh where is where's the hatch uh 
Frank Frank Reynolds <laughs> from from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Close enough, <laughs> Reevesy, um, because they're friends now. Yeah, yeah. He calls yeah. him Reevesy. Yeah, they've had this kind of like this this strange cop, weirder cop <laughs> situation going on for a while now. Yeah, and and uh, he's like, I don't actually remember. I was very tired. What I remember is this: when I was on that bike ride, I went over my handlebars because I broke used my front brake too hard yeah I remember flying through the big O <laughs> yes so so it could be one of three exactly entrances. exactly we're gonna have to split up <laughs> into three teams Pesci Reevesy you're with me he's spelling it with an yeah. I at the end yeah. of it clearly uh, and he's like oh yeah yeah okay Okay, any wise guys get in my way? I'm gonna bust a cap in their ass with these prop guns. He's like, yeah, they're props. <laughs> and um, uh, definitely then, props. Uh, and then um, Liam Neeson comes over to Keanu Reeves and says, "Listen, kid, I don't trust this character, Frank character. I, I, I think he's he's just Danny DeVito doing a character. I'm gonna be making my own way." down into that vault so if you hand him into the uh, muscular men and there'll be a cut of you, cut in it for you Liam Neeson is like the Joker from the opening of the Dark Knight yeah he's, he's wanting to put people against each other he's mm. the he's the one he's the mastermind exactly yeah behind it or he's, he's wanting to get all he's trying all to in yeah, he's, he's trying he's trying to because there's a lot of people in this room there's a lot of people in this room yeah and Liam Neeson wants to pare that down so, so that night Hollywood Boulevard yeah, quiet. We cut to a few shots, mm-hmm. like the lights flickering. All we can hear is like a cat, maybe a werewolf, because they're shooting a movie down down the road. Yeah, um, called called Werewolves of Hollywood. Werewolves of Hollywood. Werewolves. Yeah. Hollywood. Oh wait, no, that yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. werewolves is is a joke that makes itself, whereas like Hollywood is at least includes Holly werewolf. I'm yeah. glad you explained that. Um, <laughs> and and because right, because they're shooting because they're shooting that movie, yeah. in the background <laughs> on on the Hollywood sign has so many more O's. <laughs> that's the hitch. That's <laughs> like that's that's where Danny DeVito like they're marching down Hollywood Boulevard. It's yeah. empty, they're just in a row, they're just it's that sort of hero show where everyone's sort of walking in slow motion yeah. and Danny DeVito goes, goes, Ah shit <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're shooting werewolves of Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood Tonight of all nights. <laughs> I'm amazed at the production value they've put onto this. <laughs> It's just a shot in the background of the movie, but it they've they've got they've got and done it. They've <laughs> they've moved the D a little bit further down and added seven more O's. Well, why don't we just don't come back another night? No, we can't come back another night. This is this is my plan. I knew that a lot of people, a lot of the muscly men, were on holiday. <laughs> I made sure a lot of them went on holiday. Yeah, I, I bought them extra flights to Tahiti. <laughs> Uh, so it's gotta be it's just for one night only (laughs) it's just for one night only we gotta do it tonight I'm guessing it's just gonna be the first two of those O's (laughs) but we can't be sure (laughs) 
Yeah. As they are coming up to it, I think Liam Neeson, like, draws attention to them somehow, mm. right? By phoning Keanu Reeves' mobile. Yeah. Suddenly there are lots of muscular men, like... <laughs> walking like penguins somehow and i'll tell you what they're like they're, they're like um you know in Howl's moving castle yeah um the uh the w- witch of the waste has yeah. those sort of like putty men that, mm. that follow around oh yeah, yeah yeah like that a little bit like putty monsters, putty from, monsters uh, from power rangers power rangers as well um yeah but these are all like the hunks who come to hollywood wanting an acting career yeah but aren't given roles so they're just really really buff men who are paid to guard the hollywood sign yeah and um um and uh, they're, they're all they're starting to slide down the hill suddenly there's like a, a chase on Keanu grabs a grabs a mountain bike and starts <laughs> r- riding it down the hill away from these sliding men <laughs> So I think a lot of these actors get taken out by the avalanche yeah. of oiled men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but Judy Dench is like, don't worry, I've got my own toy boys to play. And then... It's, it's, it's all the Bonds. <laughs> it's all, all the Bonds. All the Bonds turn up. Yeah, it's all the Bonds. Like, not... not like, we sort of deep fake them, so they're all... Like, do the age reduction yeah, thing. Yeah. So they're all... They're all in their prime. Yep. Bonds. <laughs> and, yeah, they get the prop guns, and then they realise that they're actually real guns. Yeah, yeah, they just because... start, start shooting everyone. Yeah, and uh, Keanu Reeves just on his bike on his own, and he... He, he hits the same rock that Danny DeVito does. Yeah. Falls head over heels yeah. through the O. Yeah. And lands next to this hatch. Yep. Where you just hear a... Hello there. I thought I might find you here. Yeah, I thought you were the best one. I'm going in for whatever the, whatever the hell's in that vault. And, and like, the, the hatch is, you know, already, already they've started opening it, right? Yeah. And when they open it, there's a shining golden aura, right? <laughs> when, like, like, exactly, choral music and a shining golden aura. It's a shining golden thing. And then uh, Keanu Reeves is like... It's not worth it, Liam Neeson. You don't want to be this guy. And he's like, I think you'll find I do want to be this guy. I want to be the guy in Hollywood. He throws aside the hatch, jumps in wholesale, mm. right? And you hear a scream. <laughs> oh, my God. Kind of grabs onto the end of the wire or at the end of his coat or his hood or something, right? Mm. Pulls him up. And there he is, covered head to toe in go- a golden statue. Yeah. <gasps> It's where they make the Oscars. It is. Oh. <laughs> and there's there's Orson Welles, like I don't know, standing over him, like <laughs> like like no no no, like he's lo- looking, peering down, mm. and you can see Orson Welles sat at a table drinking. Yeah. A... Hello up there. Hello up there. Hello up there. Uh, Hello up there. Ah, the Reeves. <laughs> Reevesy. Not do anything. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Keanu goes down to try and you know what? That's it. Instead of pulling him out, mm. pull, instead of pulling Liam Neeson out, Keanu goes grabs for him, gets pulled down with him, mm. right? But grabs the uh, the, the side before yeah. he doesn't tumbles away from this enormous <laughs> vat of gold. Vat of gold. <laughs> He's like, ah, 
the Oscars. <laughs> ah, is, yeah. The Academy is famed for its excellence. <laughs> the thing is, right, Keanu Reeves sees in the background, like it, it's like the it's like the table filled with chalices from uh, yeah. uh, Indiana Jones, except it's just empty bottles of poor masson champagne. <laughs> I just. And, <laughs> I think we should basically have the vil- a villain speech delivered by Orson Welles. Yeah. Um, and, but in exactly that way. Because the Paul Masson advert, if people haven't seen hmm. it... I would have expected our listeners to have watched it at some sure, point. Sure, you can go look it up. But yeah. it's just him completely drunk. But it has the cadence... Of him doing it, doing an advert for champagne, completely smashed. But it has the cadence of a villain speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a supervillain in that. Keanu Reeves walks down and like, yeah. walks past Orson Welles, and Orson Welles' eyes are sort of locked in the same position. Yeah. Keanu Reeves like puts his hand in in front of it. And yeah. It's it's a hologram. Oh my goodness. Better yet, it's an animatronic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's an imagineered animatronic. <laughs> this goes four layers deep. Disney's back there. <laughs> then he's an animatronic. <laughs> How do we end this film, Tom? No, no, it's just we end it at Walt Disney. We, <laughs> we end it at it, that's as deep as it goes. Like, hello, Walt here. Nice to finally meet you. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> it's uh, Keanu. And uh, I do the talking. Um, no, I created Mickey Mouse, you no, know. I do the talking now. Oh, okay. You see, you're starting to worry me. I told everyone that I wanted to rob a bank, when when really what I want is to play Mickey Mouse. <laughs> the twist. The rope. <laughs> The rug pull. <laughs> You're gonna make me Mickey Mouse, or I'm gonna tell everyone where he, where you are, <laughs> and that you're not really dead. <laughs> we right when 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 we find that Orson Welles is uh, <laughs> we find that Orson Welles is a hologram. Mm. We just is <laughs> this cryogenic chamber opens yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Walt Disney. Um, he's like, okay, okay, you can play Mickey Mouse, and then. Uh, and then the film fades to black. Yeah. And then sort of pull out from a TV and it's... Uh... <laughs> I, you can, I, I'm going to do subtitles. Hello, welcome to the Mickey Mouse show? Club. Club. <laughs> welcome to the Mickey Mouse Club. Here's your host, Mickey Mouse. This B- is Mickey Mouse. I, I don't know if you can <laughs> hear listeners, but this is this is Donald Duck. I got it. And how comes Keanu Reeves in a in a Mickey Mouse ears hat that you can buy from Disney World? Yeah. And he's like, "Hello, <laughs> I'm Mickey Mouse. I did it." I robbed a bank, <laughs> and then it it cuts, it pulls out, and it's on a TV screen, and it's uh, Frank Oz, just like <laughs> I told you, he'd get that role. <laughs> and his wife's like, uh... <laughs> "You said you tell me everything." Yeah. 
You said you'd tell me everything! <laughs> says Mickey Mouse. This is Miss Piggy. No, it's Mickey Mouse. Oh, it's Mickey Mouse. Who's his wife? Mickey Mouse is his wife. Uh, twist, twist. Yeah. like if you go back and watch you can definitely see the ears under the yeah, covers yeah, yeah. like yeah that's uh that's what we put in there for for people who want to re-watch <laughs> keanu reeves wants to rob a bank yeah yeah there, there we go <laughs> that was an odyssey that, that was an odyssey it felt more like Hollywood's national treasure if anything <laughs> it's a heist in a way yeah yeah, I guess hope you enjoyed that yep I know we did it was a yes. lot of fun yeah good fun to pitch um, uh, thank you for listening and if you have enjoyed it please do, do consider sharing it with your friends um, it, we've got you know a massive back catalogue of episodes so if you have enjoyed it consider listening to previous ones um, there's nothing particularly current eventsy about our podcast so it's reluctant to call it evergreen but it's, yeah. you, you can get on with any of them so do do consider um, going back listening and of course sharing it with your friends because that is the only way we get shared we don't have a marketing budget we don't have um, a network so it is just us um, so yeah I do that and of course if you want to support the podcast uh, for instance Edgar if you're listening and you, you want to just give us a bit of budget uh, feel free to go uh, <laughs> if you want to if you want to make uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves just wants to rob a bank yeah get in touch <laughs> do get in touch or conversely go with, uh, to patreon.com forward slash lives of pitch podcast where you can help the podcast out by giving us um, a little bit of money each month and you get bonus stuff bonus pitches and all that kind of thing um, but most importantly you're helping us out and you're keeping the podcast going and you get your name read out every week so without further ado our patrons are brandon spanky mills these baby dragons are adorable and all, but I don't see what they're adding to the overall story. Mr. Bisk, we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past. Jeremy Elkayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. Pime Trimister. The Timulator is detecting a second time warp and it's not us. It's James Delaney. Brames D. Tom Kayam. We can't stop the Wusk heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? But will he answer our call? 400 approacheth, all will rise, all will pall. Your mysterious benefactor, Joseph Hegarty. Pentvis, come quickly, Paulvin is appearing all over the sodding time screen. What do we do? Put some fungi, fungi in my possum, daddy-o. Cancermancer, he can talk to crabs. Jimmy, you're right, the Biskvenger is, the Biskvengers are coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. <laughs> Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Cracking the digital mainframe? That doesn't mean anything, Davey. Why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Riley! Matt, here's a pitch. A podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each other. Eden MW and Tom, by Jove, you've cracked it. Send it to the podcast printy press thing and get us on Spotify. So thank you to all of those people. Thank you so much. And remember to go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast if you want to give us some support on there for bonus stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so we end the show as we always do, Matt, yep. with the Yes Very Clever Award. This mm -hmm. is the, the award some people tend to just go for now. Yes. <laughs> um, where... People give us titles based around an existing title and just have a bit of fun with it, you know. Yeah. Give, uh, just to turn the show on. Bit of a joke. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a bit of a laugh. God knows this podcast doesn't have enough of those. Yes, and uh, clearly, if if you've read the post we did earlier on this week. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs>
Amateur hour. Amateur hour. Amateur hour. That's a pitch podcast. <laughs> from all the webs of stage, a very, very good podcast uh, I've been listening to. Eleven's Ocean. <laughs> it's funny. Um, well, anyway, I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. And until next time, remember who pitched it.